Welcome to Thriller Convo with Car Gonzalez. Broadcasting around the entire world. From Austin, Texas. Via Simplecast. And supported by listeners like you. Thriller Convo is where we cover the latest and greatest people in the blockchain space. We use the Thriller Podcast platform to move the world forward. Always. Now, here is your host, Car Gonzalez. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Thriller Convo. Today, we have on Elias Haas, co-founder for B9 Labs. How's it going, Elias? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me on. Thanks for coming on. Um, This is some pretty exciting stuff. The website is b9lab.com. And as far as I can tell, you guys are making sure that everybody stays educated when it comes to all sorts of blockchain projects and um, yeah, developers. It's it's pretty awesome that you guys are doing this. Can you tell us a little bit about B9 Labs? Absolutely. So this came about about in 2015. So we we were running a software development company at the time and we had some customers in the Bitcoin space. People started talking about Ethereum in like late 2014 and then all through 2015. And, uh, you know, I, I had had an eye on Bitcoin, you know, all, all through. And I think, I, you know, I was kind of sending stuff forth and back, paying friends for dinner with Bitcoins, you know. Um, and then when Ethereum came about and especially when Frontier started, you know, kind of looking like it was going to work. We started looking into smart contracts and it really kind of came about uh, in the beginning as we wanted to train uh, our in, like our own team and some contracts we were working with. So I put together a, you know, like a simple intro. I think it was like a five-week course that I built. And then, you know, every week I would kind of build another module and sit with like 10 people. And we started kind of putting it out there and it just absolutely exploded so i think you know we were we were pretty much the first ones to do this like full-time seriously and there was a big demand like we immediately started working with like pwc and munich re and some of the bigger companies and then when in 2016 we put our content online like a, a combined model of like online self-learning and mentoring then, you know, we just posted on Reddit and it just completely took off. So it, I wasn't expecting at the time to build an education company, but we, you know, we just found something that, that made a lot of sense. And we came at it from a perspective, you know, most of us are developers and we came at it from a perspective of, all right, so if we, you know, how did we learn this? And if we were going to pay for a course, how would we want that to look like? And then also the other end was if, because it came from a place like we wanted to train our own team, uh, we designed our certification that we built around the idea, okay, what would we really need people to know in order to not even have to do much interviewing or much testing on top of that? And that's, that's how we built the course. So it was kind of built from a, you know, from, from both sides. Um, and we've been doing that ever since. So we focus entirely well almost entirely on education uh in different areas and we've 
then expanded. We focus on blockchain and decentralized applications, but um, we we're not protocol specific. We started out in Ethereum, but you know we're doing Hyperledger as well and Corda and um, broadening out into different ones. For example, we're just launching now our um, Tezos program. Uh, together in a partnership with the Tezos Foundation, so you know, like we, we've been we've been broadening it out since uh, since then. Yeah, and it's pretty fascinating how you have an Ethereum track, as I can tell, Hyperledger, EOS IO, um, R3 Corda, and then you're bringing on Tezos. Um, and then I was looking at the courses you guys offer free courses. Can you lo- talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So whenever we build a course, we try and uh, make a good amount of that available. Well, well, you know, like the the first uh, modules to get into it and to get an idea of it, we we offer those for free. And I think like one thing that we've been trying to make happen and trying to make work is to make these courses more accessible. So we we have the free courses and we have a lot of people on the on the platform we have over 15,000 people on the platform that you know have checked out the free courses um but it's always been we've always tried to make this kind of intersection of building a sustainable independent business that's not you know like owned by a protocol company um but in the same time we also we we get a lot of requests of people saying, hey, I can't afford this. Is there something that you can do? So this has always been on our mind. We just hadn't found the best way to do it. But this is why we started the Ethereum, the the, the first kind of Ethereum community education program, where we are planning to train a thousand developers for free this year. Half of that we are sponsoring and half of that we are currently you know working with a few organizations trying to get the sponsorship in and sponsor as many uh, as many students as possible so you know for every sponsored seat we will sponsor one as well so this is kind of a bit closer to where we're trying to get to in opening this up and rather than having people pay for their own education to have the companies that ultimately benefit from that and the people in the space that benefit from a healthy ecosystem for them to pay for it because that's really where the capital is and uh, most of our students so far have come like you know we, we have people from like 125 countries but it's clear that you know the bulk is like us canada europe um and we see we get a lot more requests like we get a lot of requests from india from southeast asia from from uh, nigeria you know it's like it's it's uh, it's pretty broad and we want to just eliminate that that difference in access to capital and not you know make that less of a factor so the program that we're launching is um we are going we're planning two cohorts this year of 500 people each obviously depending on how much we can raise to make that happen and we are inviting people to apply they go through a screening test that we've designed um and we then pick the you know 500 best per cohort and they go through the program like over the past first few days of of launching this i think it's been roughly a week now uh we've had about 900 applications from roughly 100 countries so it's definitely hitting a nerve. That's amazing. You guys are doing such a great job. Um, I mean, just me personally, hats off. I know how hard it is to create content, um, doing it here all the time, but trying to educate and 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 
keep sustainable and above water is really difficult. So I just want to say, like, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for what you're doing and what you guys are doing at B9 Labs. That's amazing. Thanks. Appreciate it. Another thing I noticed was the price is not even that bad. Like, um, I see some of the courses are under a, a thousand U.S. dollars um, and even lower than that. Um, I, I know I know for me, like personally, whenever I have to take certifications for work, um, just being in the IT industry here in Austin, like um, they can range anywhere between like some of the Cisco stuff can range anywhere between five thousand and ten thousand dollars, depending on what you're taking. Um, so it's definitely to me when I look at that, I'm like, wow, why wouldn't I take that? Yeah, I mean, we, we've tried to make it more and more accessible over time. So um, we started off with individual courses that are, that are mentored. We have now, uh, last year we went live with a bundle. So you can get access to all of our courses in a subscription package. And that runs at about, it would be something like $1,900 a year, roughly. I think that's pretty good. Um, and that gives you access to mentorship. And I think like for the courses, what we are trying to do, what we've learned in the process of building these is that the thing that really works is providing a degree of code review and building exercises around that. So for example, in the theorem course, one of the first hands-on projects that people have to build is a, is a splitter. So a splitter smart contract, you send some ether to it, it splits it down the middle, sends it to two addresses. Seems pretty simple. And that's what most people kind of go at. And they're like, oh yeah, that's easy. I can definitely do that. And you do it. And of course it, it works. And then we start doing the code review and we start going through edge cases, you know, like, oh, what if the the way that it's being sent to the smart contract is not an even number? You know, what do you do with the with the leftovers? And, you know, what if this happens? What if that happens? And go through different kind of vectors. And that's where the, that's the the code review portion, and we found that this is the strongest correlation that we found in the program. If someone goes through these, regardless of where they started at in terms of experience, if they go through these and they go through all of those exercises, that is the strongest correlation or the strongest indicator that they are going to be certified and that they're going to succeed in the certification exam. And the exam is not easy. So we've tried to build it around that and we try to find the trade-off because obviously like online learning is not the not always the best way of learning. And MOOCs, you know, there's a huge drop-off rate and that kind of stuff. So we try to we try to make that fit. We try to provide extra help and services around that 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 bring up this, you know, that bring up the the success rate. And those are the things, you know, this is like basically also dog fooding and, and trying to understand it. And then ultimately the people that um, that the students interact with, most of them have also gone through the program and we've hired them out of, out of the program. So this is kind of, um, this is how it looks like inside. And I think, People, you know, obviously, like a lot of people expect stuff to be available for free online, but it's really that, you know, humans are on the other side and they go through and they provide feedback and they give you the confidence to go, yeah, you know, I can, I can absolutely do that. And I know, um, and then the second step is, is that once people have been certified and once people have been 
going through the program, there is an alumni community. And we've seen a lot of stuff happen there as well. So people get hired by other students. People find each other for projects. People uh, ask questions. People get feedback on business plans. So there's a lot more happening uh, in the back there. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting that you said that you guys have situations built into these to these modules. And I know from my experience, like, you really only learn this stuff when you're actually getting your hands dirty and like really building it. Um, and, um, I mean, like I, for example, like at work, like, like you can study like all day long, <laughs> just like book study. Right. But if you've never actually been in the trenches and actually, you know, had to deal with a server outages or a network meltdown, <laughs> uh, it's kind of similar to what you're talking about. Like it, it getting that mentorship and that actual one-on-one kind of feedback is uh, crucial to uh, to learning right so yeah especially with the with the technology that that has the potential to be so impactful because you can build technology that you you can build a piece of code that you cannot stop after you've deployed it and to me that is the big difference you know if you if you're building a web application even if you mess up you can still you know, you can still tweak it. You can still make sure that, you know, uh, okay, you know, you take it down or you stop it or you deploy an update or something like that. It's it's just a different beast with, obviously, like on the public network side, like it's a, it's a different beast. So we've also added kind of ethics into our program. So we worked with uh, Jaya Brecker, who's just had a new book come out, which I absolutely recommend. It's an... Uh, it's it's a an annotated version of the original white paper uh, that was published by Ignota Books, which is absolutely fantastic. So we work with her to build a an oath for blockchain developers, and this is not an oath that that requires people to subscribe to a specific uh, way of doing things. And obviously, it's not it's it's entirely vol- voluntary, you know. But the idea is, we have created a list of questions that we that we recommend people ask themselves before they deploy something to the mainnet. So it's around, you know, like who has power in the system that you're building, and how is that being communicated? You know, can, can people can people dissent? Can people you know leave with their data? And it's to try and get people to recognize their own blind spots and to recognize that they might be building the infrastructure for a lot more people than they think and also outside of the communities that they are familiar with. And that that means that you have to think a bit harder and that you have a really big responsibility because it might be, you know, like it might be that you're losing hundreds of millions for someone or it might be that, you know, it ends up with network effect that people have to use or that people end up using your system and you have to think hard about, you know, what are you creating? No, you're absolutely right. And it's interesting that you're touching on a lot of the same things that when we have developers on, they talk exactly about. And that's almost fascinating how you were able to to kind of realize that you needed some kind of oath or or set of principles, right? Uh, that's really good foresight for sure. Um, you know, you know, it's 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 interesting because we're gonna have Charles Hoskinson on um, next week, and he always talks about um, taking his time building this out because of the amount of money that's actually 
you know, stored on these uh, blockchain projects. Um, what do you what do you think about the the impact? I know you touched on it a little bit, but what do you think about the impact when it comes to putting that certification into the hands of somebody that you guys passed? Like, uh, how 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 do you feel once you hand them that certification? Is it something that you guys are like, okay, hundred percent sure that they could handle uh, whatever they're gonna uh, you know see out there in the real world? We are confident that once they have come through the program, that they are able to build a full stack system with the tech that you know that we're teaching so for example when it's on fabric we know that they can kind of set up a fabric network and they can build an application that interacts with that uh, on ethereum that means you know being able to deploy to mainnet and being able to um, not fall into the obvious traps and not build a smart contract that is complicated and vulnerable then we know or you know we we have a reasonable expectation that they have at least thought about some of these questions. I think we are, because as you, as you might know, it can be a very, uh, it can be a bit of a prickly subject uh, when it gets to developer responsibility. We have, um, we've decided to go into it, trying to make it, you know, not for it to be, patronizing or not for it to feel like we are telling people what to do we what we are trying to do is we're trying to create some questions and what i would expect is that when people get into a situation where they have to do something that they might not feel entirely comfortable with or we might even create new situations where people are uncomfortable with it even though you know they would not have before because we we've just kind of outlined some questions that's what I would be expecting. And apart from that, you know, it's it's obviously like people have to keep learning. And we've seen that so far. Like most of the people that have gone through, you know, and that, that end up in the industry and working on things, they, they keep on learning, they keep on doing new stuff. Um, on the technical side, definitely, like, pretty confident like the the past mark is 80 percent and people have to write a short essay and answer some theoretical questions and then build an application um and we grade that we look through that we make sure it's all good and you know you i mean you you know this when you look at code you you get a feeling whether that person has absorbed the things that they needed to absorb or or not you know, and so this is this is where you know we're confident that people have gone through those things and 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 feel good. And and the other thing is, all through the co- all through the course, we have mentions about responsibility and a- around some of the dangers. We're like, you know, you have to think about you might be locking up money, or if you are not initializing variables, they will be zero. And if you're sending to that, then you're going to be burning money. And think about that. So those are the things that they are all over. So I feel pretty confident that people are reasonably terrified <laughs> <laughs> at the end so that they go like, okay, I really have to make sure That's this good. works because otherwise, you know, <laughs> I might be making the next DAO. <laughs> <laughs> That's great stuff. That's all great stuff. Uh, tell, tell us a little bit about your success stories. Anything, anybody that's come through there and just kind of wowed y'all and 
gone on to do great things. You don't have to share their names or anything, just kind of. Yeah, I mean, we've and, and we've highlighted a few of these. Um, we've had a few people like we've had a few teenagers go through and really nail it. That was that's been pretty cool. We had a bit of a flame war at some point, like just in a, in a funny way. Someone uh, we wrote a blog post about, um, I think, a 15 year old who had gone through the course and had done really well. And then in the comments to that was someone saying, hey, you know, I'm 14 and, you know, it was so easy and, you know, I'm, I'm even better. And so I think I saw that. I think yeah. I actually saw that. <laughs> and and that's, you know, like we've had some some kids come through and do really well. And that's super impressive. That's awesome. And um, we've like the, the age span has been uh, like 14 to 76, I think. That's so we've cool. had people who've gone in um not necessarily having done a lot of coding for a while, but they want to dive back in. And then, you know, them kicking off their own projects. That's been very cool to watch. Uh, we've seen people kind of start companies and work on some of the you know, protocol layer stuff. And so, so it's been, it's been really inspiring to see. And one thing that we've, um, that we've seen, especially in the Ethereum world is like, it's a, it's, it's a relatively diverse, like for tech, it's a relatively diverse community and that's been a lot of fun. So um, we've had a lot of women go through the program as well, which, you know, should be normal, but in tech is obviously not normal. So that's been really fun and yeah. they've been like absolutely killing it. So like we've been, we, we've just been really happy to, to see that. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's just been like the most fun thing is to go to a conference or to go somewhere and, you know, someone comes up and goes like, hey, Elias, nine lap? And I'm like, yeah. And it's like, yeah, I've seen the videos. <laughs> I, I, you know, because the haircut, I thought it's you. And, you know, people telling <laughs> telling you what they've been up to, what they've been doing. And obviously, like they remember interacting with the with the um with the instructors and you know it's like so a cool. lot of forth and back and they're like yeah how's Xavier doing you know so so that that's that's very rewarding yeah absolutely that's that's one of the best parts about you know sharing everything with the world um yeah that's really cool uh, can you can you tell us uh i see that you guys are working with open x or open edx what what is yeah, that open edx so very early on, we figured out, you know, we, we were thinking about, right, so what what platform are we going to do our online stuff on? And, you know, looking through the commercial solutions. But, you know, it gets pretty expensive. Like if you host on Udemy, um, I mean, nothing against Udemy, but you, you're going to end up paying a lot of money to them for the privilege of, you know, obviously them listing you and you know, students and so on. Uh, so we decided to, uh, to run our own. And OpenEdX is a... Uh, it's an open uh, open source learning management system that was developed by a consortium of um, of universities. And it's designed to kind of scale to hundreds of thousands of students. This kind of this this project came out. I don't know if you remember, but in um, no, it was probably a while ago now, but like a few years ago there was this big uh, in artificial intelligence program with Sebastian Thrun and Peter Novig um, that 
like attracted 250,000 people and that was that that kind of kicked off the MOOC thing and around that you know just after that they started working on this as a you know as a as a platform as an open source project and it's been improving a lot so we decided to work with that and obviously make some adjustments and integrate the things that make it make it work for us and it's it's been it, it's been fantastic we have that that gives us a lot of control over how we teach and how we integrate with other services that we wouldn't have if we were bound to a commercial platform. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I see that they have intelligent analytics, rich authoring experience, extensible and inclusive, cross-device, cross-platform, pretty neat stuff. So yeah, this is edX.org. They are kind of dogfooding their own platform. So Open edX is the platform, the open source platform, and then edX.org is kind of a um, multi-stakeholder uh, learning platform that where they're using their own platform. Cool. That's very cool. Um, so I guess we have a lot of people that are fans of all types of blockchain projects. Um, what's the, you don't have to necessarily give me like timetables or even um, how it gets implemented or anything like that, but do you all foresee adding other uh, blockchain um, kind of uh, certifications or is that something you have to get with the individual projects about? How does that kind of work, but without giving away, you know, y'all's secret sauce or anything like that? <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's, we're, we're pretty open about this. So we have an internal uh, technical steering group with a list of projects that we update. Um, we usually have two, two sides to this. We have a, a technical audit that we do to see whether a project is solid. We obviously also do due diligence and see, you know, what kind of, um, you know, basically, is it a scam or not? Is it vapor, vaporware or not? How solid is the code? Do they know what cryptography is and are they rolling their own or are they using, you know, that kind of stuff? And uh, and then we look into, I mean, we mainly focus so far on uh, smart contracts, platforms, so d distributed trustless computing. And we also then, you know, we poll internally, we poll externally, and we figure out what do people want to have next. And that's that's what we decide on. And so we've got a few more things lined up. So Sawtooth is coming out, and we're going to keep working the on the Hyperledger side, that's for sure, uh, because the projects are cool. Um, and there are some great teams working on some really interesting stuff. We will definitely keep working on the on the public blockchain side. That's absolutely for sure. So this is the the one side. You know, we we um, we build courses. You know, after we decide that it's it's a good tech to to build a course for. But we also have um, a commercial Blockstars program, or you know, we we call this Blockstars. We first did this in 2017 with Consensus. So this is basically a variation of what I talked about before with the community education platform. So this is just for, for companies that need to hire a lot of people at once or that need to want to increase adoption. So it works like this. Uh, you know, we get approached or we, we approach a, um, a vendor, you know, like a foundation or a company that has their own tech stack or something like this. Mm -hmm. And they then, if they say, you know, fine, we, we're going to sponsor 250 seats, then we go and we build the course for their tech. Obviously, you know, again, we do due diligence, but um, yeah. they sponsor the seats, we build the course, 
and we run a big public program and uh, that usually looks the same. So, you know, we get applications, we pick the best people, they go through the course and there is an event usually at the end. So um, this is the this is the commercial offering that we have uh, working with vendors and, and companies. And so th this is another way that we that courses end up on our platform. I mean, obviously, clearly marked, you know, this is a partnership program and so on. Uh, yeah, and then you know we have a we have kind of longer term plan to move into generally more decentralized, uh, well, into the decentralized system space outside of blockchain itself. Uh, but that's going to be that's kind of a bit more mid term than short term. Yeah, it's it's pretty pretty amazing that you guys are building this out, and I think you're like. One, I, I think the only one that I can think of. I think I've seen some other ones trying to come out and do something similar to this, but it's not. It's not nearly as, um, you know, uh, professional. <laughs> professional. Uh, it, it, you guys are just on another level compared to a lot of the other ones that are out there that I've seen. Um, I, no disrespect to them, but no, it, of course, uh, and, and there are a few companies doing cool stuff. Um, what is usually the case is that they will be very focused on one, um, on one protocol. Right or on one kind of group of technologies. And we have been, you know, like it's been our, our path from the beginning to stay independent and not to be too tied to one uh, to one or the other. And obviously now there is a lot more interest also from the kind of the, the bigger the bigger platforms like learning platforms and also universities, they are investing in this. But it's also we just we just have a head start. We just took a leap in the beginning and um, we've been building courses for four years. And others are kind of starting to build their own. But, you know, we, we are keeping the path. We want to make this more available to everyone. And we're going to have some cool things coming out this year to make that more possible. That's definitely the direction. Um, and then, you know, I, I, we will keep building courses across all of blockchain and decentralized applications. Like, definitely. That's great. That's great stuff. Um I'm a big fan now. I'm going to sign up for a couple free courses like that. I'm going to take myself yeah. and then I'm definitely going to have to shell out some, um, some money to get the, uh, to at least, you know, to at least try to go through these attempt, right. And then see how it goes. Pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, how, how long do you have? Um, is it a year for the course to go through or what's the, you can I know there's estimated efforts, but what's the. What's the, like the, 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 I guess, the expiration date for something? Yeah, so um, if you do an individual course, you have a subscription to that course for a year. And oh, cool. you can okay. kind of take your time. Uh, if you do the general, like the subscription to all courses, you basically can go through as many courses in that time as you have time to do. And, you know, some people, some people have time. They, you know, they do, they have like three weeks at a time and they go through, you know, one of the courses. The courses design so if you if you are working another job and you have time on the weekends and after work then it's going to take you about you know 10 to 12 weeks for the ethereum developer course and like say eight to nine weeks for fabric that kind of stuff but it definitely so we we we, we switched to the to the subscription model last year and we have kept building out more features. So more features to help people learn and pace their own learning are coming out within the next few months as well. Awesome. So you get all those updates and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think that's one of the key things. You know, people often, it's, it's relevant. Well, no, not, 
it's relatively easy to make material. The key problem is that it's outdated within a few weeks. Yeah, because the yeah especially in the tech, right? Quickly. Yeah, exactly. So what we, we have a whole team that builds and keeps content up to date. So when you subscribe, you get access to all of these updates all the time. So, you know, every course as it's being updated in the back, in the background, you know, you, you keep getting those updates. That's great. And we have a lot of people that are developers already listening to, to the show and um, some, you know, are enthusiasts as well too, maybe even thinking about, you know, getting into this space. Um, as far as I can tell, I mean, this looks like a win-win. And then especially if you're already working out in the tech space right now, for a lot of you listening right now, um, I know my job, they'll, they'll pay for <laughs> whatever certification I want to get, just as long as it aligns with the business interest, right? So, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you can have a job, if you have a job out there that, that's willing to pay for this stuff, they can just go to B9 Labs and give you that company credit card. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And we've seen this, we've seen this from a few people. So, you know, if you, if you have some specific needs that you need to fill out, you know, just, just get in touch. We've done this before. If you need to make it fit to your, um, to your education budget and also, you know, get in touch. If you hear us on this podcast and I'll give you, you know, I'll send you discount code. Awesome. They hear that first. So <laughs> what's your Twitter handle? The people are going to hit you up. <laughs> so just, just tweet us at, at B9 lab. Okay, cool. All right. Um, so uh, Eliza, what, uh, what do you guys have planned for the rest of the year? I know you said you had some updates and the Tezos thing as well. Uh, anything else that we should know about? I think the biggest thing right now that we're focusing on is the uh, the community education program, so the community block stars. If you want to learn more about that, if you want to sign up to maybe to get a chance to apply for a free seat and you know in our block blockbuster ethereum developer course together with hundreds of other people then go to blockstars.b9lab.com and check it out there and also if there is anyone listening who you know who who's benefited from the ethereum community you know, maybe you invested early and, you know, you, you're doing well now or if you have an interest in the community or if you've started a company and it's going well, you know, consider sponsoring a few people to get this, that same, you know, to, to, right. to pass it on, to, to yeah, give it forward, basically. And so, you know, the information, how to donate to our community fund are also on blogstars.b9lab.com. If you're interested in the sponsorship packages, you know, send us an email at blogstars at b9lab.com. And, you know, we've, we've built it in a way where, you know, there is also, like, you're sponsoring some people to, to make their dream happen. But also, you know, you, you, can, you can talk to them if you want to hire. This is one of the best ways to, to get to know people. You'll, you know, you'll be able to be part of the program. So definitely hit us up. This is going to be, this year, this is going to be one of our biggest projects a thousand people. So, you know, get in touch to help us make it happen. That's awesome. That's awesome. You guys are doing all of that. And then, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's people that are listening right now that are in charge of, you know, their blockchain project. I mean, for sure, donate. This is how to grow the ecosystem as well, too. Do you guys have a Telegram or a community of sorts or a Reddit channel or anything like that? Yeah. So you can, you can find us at, on at B9Lab on Telegram as well. 
so we you know we broadcast updates from time to time we're just starting that with our with this program as well and if you're a part of the program if you're one of the biggest sponsors or you know you get accepted into the program we use uh we have our own communication channels for all of the updates so it's going to get pretty funky you know we're trying to make this a colorful and interesting process um otherwise follow us on twitter and definitely like if you if you want to check out the kind of stuff that we build and if you want to get updates like go to academy.benignlab.com and just sign up check out the free courses and you know once you're in we will keep you updated well thank you for everything that you guys do there at b9 labs i really appreciate it and i know a vast majority of us you know invested in this space appreciate it as well too so thank you for your work, Lias. I appreciate it. Thanks, and, and thanks for having me on. This is the end of the show. You have been listening to Thriller Podcast with Par Gonzalez. Remember, Thriller Podcast is not financial advice. Everything Par said likely won't come true. It is up to you. Now go do your own research. Listen to other dudes that start their name with crypto, and not car. And remember, buy Bitcoin and save the world, one Satoshi at a time.